0: And we're back.
1: Welcome back to Ike Live. Uh, we uh, we're really excited. One of one of the guys that we've known forever that really helped get this show up and off the ground, and uh, and brought it to the greatness that it is today. <laughs> <laughs> is is here with us. Really happy to have him. He's uh, we, the godfather of bass fishing. The way it's covered so many credentials uh of course bass talk live bass zone the first one to bring live coverage of bass fishing so many firsts and uh we're tickled to death to have him with us tonight from his studio the great mark jeffries yeah Mark. everybody (laughs) we're doing great man how you doing
2: uh first of all becky how about this (laughs) everything is working
3: it's a miracle (laughs) everything
2: is working
3: So this is what happens. I end up having to call Mark and I'm like, we have Kung Fu fighting going on again, which basically means the audio and the video are not matching up. If you remember those old Kung Fu movies. The oh, reference. yeah. So I'm like, Mark, we got to do this. So I get him on here, and we've got Stella in with us, too, so that, like, somebody could be here talking on the couch, and we're trying to figure it out. Finally, we just had to scrap it and build a whole new Wirecast. Well, I, I wow. did. Mark had to build a whole new Wirecast in, like, an hour and a half before the show.
2: So uh, I was pressure.
3: Thank <laughs> pressure. You. Thank you, Mark. Thank you.
2: Pressure. It's like having to catch a four-and-a-half-pounder with – minute left
1: yeah you know?
3: but this is what mark does you know what i mean like this is how <laughs> no, he I'm saves retired. us
1: but no, my- no. Retired. no
3: no don't you lie you texted me and said i'm gonna retire but don't worry i'll always be there if you need help with ike That's- live
2: that's true
4: so hey mark mark you're retired but you probably feel like yoda is a special education teacher with these people right (laughs) No,
2: no 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 in fact this chair that i'm sitting in right now i have not sat in this chair since december 20th of last year which was my final show wow so it's been a while yeah, it has. So I remembered. I remembered how to press the buttons and everything. though.
3: that's it's, good. So inquiring you know. minds want to know. What or, are you wearing? Are, right are you going?
5: <laughs> 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 and why?
2: <laughs> Can you see? Yeah. Yeah. Why
3: are you wearing an apron? What does oh. it say?
2: Overalls. Oh, it's a it's a Tim Hortons apron. Timmy. Ah. The donut shop, coffee shop, and all that. Oh. Uh, all right. A fan actually sent that to me. geez, three four years ago. That's pretty- and. I Ever decide since decide to wear it tonight.
6: I, yeah, it's pretty low. No, 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 no. Dude. No, <laughs> I have
2: been work, working feverishly to get new bowling ball equipment drilled because the month of June is kind of why I retired a little bit. So uh, I was drilling while I was waiting for Brian to call me or text me or whatever. I, I'm actually in the process of drilling a bunch of bowling balls. Why are, are you, you drilling bowling balls? You're
4: building bowling balls? Are now?
3: you going back to be a professional bowler?
2: Well, that was part of the reason why because I wanted to try and bowl on the PDA 50 tour, at least try to do this year, at Dang. least try to do three or four stops. So what Very ended cool. up happening was I ended up uh finishing fourth in the Oklahoma Senior Masters. Dang. And then in fact this past weekend I actually won or earned an entry into the 2022 PBA 50 Senior U.S. Open, dang, in Lubbock, Texas.
5: Wow! So That's amazing. I, I,
2: yeah, I'm I'm like knee deep in it. I I've been bowling really really well. I've been spending a lot of time practicing, and it, 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 I've said this for a zillion years on BTL when I was on there. The two sports are so similar because if you don't spend time on the water, you're not going to catch fish. Well, guess what? If you don't spend time practicing, you're not going to knock down pins. It's the same thing.
0: Yeah, but no one's ever caught a bass in a bowling alley. All right.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't say that, man. We don't know what goes on in some of those late night pot games. You know, that's wow. some crazy stuff going on. So,
0: what? what's up with drilling your own? I don't understand that part. You just go to the bowling alley and you grab the. No. Yeah,
5: you
3: gotta no, you got to have your own ball. Oh, you I want to I mean, you No, no, no.
2: You have it, 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 very similar to fishing. Once again, you have people out there that what do they do? They pour their own jig heads, right? Yeah. They, they they make their own spinner baits. They do all kinds of custom stuff. Well, it's a little different with bowling because obviously manufacturers make bowling balls, but technology has gotten so complicated that it is turned into a game of physics rather than just going to the back of a bowling alley and picking out a ball and going and rolling it down the lane. So uh, actually this whole thing got started. I didn't know how to put a hole in anything from a bowling ball standpoint. So, uh, I got pissed off because <laughs> I went Mom and, and I asked the guy, Hey, how much is it gonna cost me to get this ball punched out? and he goes, 60 bucks. And I go, You're out of your freaking mind. I <laughs> said, I'm not paying 60 dollars. So, I went on a rant and I just, you know what, I'm gonna buy a freaking mill, a milling machine
4: for two thousand. So, I right? went on, yeah, what did that cost? No, no,
2: listen, the Cliff no version, Cliff no version is I found a almost brand new mill from a dude in tulsa oklahoma that was from russia
0: okay here we go was on this was on craigslist
2: so i called him up and i said hey i said i'm looking for a mill listen i I, i'm gonna drill bowling balls with it and he was like yeah 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 okay he goes yeah he goes i was using it to build airplane parts yeah Uh uh-huh for a company here in tulsa but the company went out of business and they forgot that i had their mill so i tried to find the guy <laughs> the guy's no nowhere to be found so he, he said hey i'm just gonna sell it i was like all right i said how much is it gonna cost me and he goes well brand new it's eight thousand yeah. dollars and i'm like well i'm not paying eight grand i go you're out of your freaking mind there's no way he said well what do you be willing to pay i said well i said i'll give you 60000 for it. And he goes, okay, I'll take it. I go, seriously? He goes, yeah, I'll take 1000 He goes, can you come and pick it up? And I go, no, not really. He goes, listen, he goes, my truck, it's got a crane on the back of it. He said, I'll deliver it to you for 200 or more. It's so like, deal. So mm-hmm. Ivan was his name. Ivan got here,
5: <laughs> Shot put him. it
2: right in the corner of my studio. I had the electrical set up, and I was Dang. on a quest to figure out how to drill bowling balls in today's game it's it's so, completely changed now it's all about physics and angles and- do, do bowling he balls says, run
4: out no but yeah do they wear yeah, like out how,
3: how often do you have to like get a new bowling ball
4: yeah
2: all the time why Sorry. i could i wish i could take the camera and show you i mean i've got you, you 30 know. bowling balls sitting over there. so mark what is wait the, wait what wait is, how
3: or why why okay
2: let me ask you a question brian
0: yes
3: how
2: many rods and reels do you have?
0: Several. A lot.
2: All right. Why do you only – why not just one? I mean, uh, why
0: not? All right. So, yeah, they're situational.
2: They're very situational.
0: Uh, okay. There's the very 7-10 split ball and the, the break and the, <laughs> the step and the third.
2: It's very, very complicated. In fact, I I have recently – had, I know this is totally boring. Sort of <laughs> uh, I'm intrigued. They're like, you're so out of your freaking mind, Jeffries, but listen to this. I actually spent some time talking to a nuclear physicist oh my God. about bowling.
0: No, I get it. No, no wonder the Taliban hates us.
2: Because he is probably <laughs> one of the most intelligent people. So he got his PhD from Stanford. Okay. This dude is truly a rocket scientist. But what he did is he dummied down the physics of how a bowling ball should go down the lane based upon how you drill it. So wow. I have recently been using his methodology when it comes to drilling the bowling balls, and people just look at me and laugh at me. No, I'm not going to. I, I could <laughs> walk into a pro shop right now where, where people pay $60 to drill a bowling ball, and I could tell them my theory of, of what I'm using based upon this guy. They would absolutely laugh me out of the building it'd be kind of like you going into bass pro shops and saying hey uh you got any zebra colored spinner baits yeah zebra you know black and white stripes you know (laughs) no 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 i don't want skirts on that i just want you to put some material on the back of it that looks like it's a
5: zebra (laughs) Uh, so mark
2: how many how many weird looks would you get from the clerk that you walk up to at bass pro shops or wherever and you ask him for a zebra spinnerbait.
0: I, I got a, we got a question on the message board from Pat Mangrak. And he wants to know if you're wearing <laughs> shorts under that apron.
2: Yes, I am.
5: So <laughs> <I'm> sure? <laughs>
2: so no, Mar- listen. The, the reason that I wear the apron, real quick. All right. The guy that drilled all my bowling balls in California when I was bowling as a youth, his name was Al Harris. Mm-hmm. Big Al was the man. I mean, hey, this Al. dude... Was very very intelligent. He had an apron, so when I started drilling bowling balls, is respect to Big Al. I decided to drill all my stuff with an apron on. Besides, it protects it because it's really messy. He was an Eagles D-back,
0: too. So,
4: Mark, when you when you're yeah. drilling in terms of depth, like is it millimeters, centimeters, inches? What do you do? Inches. What what is your depth? How many inches?
2: Well, <laughs> the finger holes are two inches. Thumb hole is three
4: inches. And it. Does it matter in terms of as you approach the ball, it's marbling. <laughs> like, are you drilling? Like, are, like when you're looking at the marbling, is there a specific area you're no. targeting?
2: No, it's based upon two things in this new theory. And and these, dude, we're gonna lose viewers because uh, they're, we're not they're, gonna be they're gone, dude. <laughs> no, All right, don't worry about it, it. It, it. There's just one critical thing right now, and a it's lot of people us. say there's multiple critical things, but in the theory that this nuclear Physicists told me there's one thing, and it's called the pin. Every bowling ball has what is called a pin, That's and the, core. the placement of where you put the holes, based upon where the pin is, is going to determine how the ball is going to go down the lane, based upon how you throw it.
4: What determines the pin, though? The, the, does the, the marble... manufacturer?
2: The manufacturer makes it. It's just, I mean, I wish. You want me to go? Gr- I don't no, to
4: go gr- <laughs> no. I'm intrigued. This I'm intrigued. <laughs> I don't it, care what it, these all right. Hooligans.
3: So, so anyway. Mark's retirement is to become a professional bowler again.
2: Well, no, that's part of it. Obviously, I'm still teaching, you know, and now it's summer. Still coaching basketball. And, and the big story from a basketball standpoint was, you know, last year I had my accident. I almost died and got metaflighted. We really finally, finally made it to state here in Oklahoma for the first time in the school's history. This year was supposed to be a rebuild year. We we lost a bunch of seniors. We only had one senior this year. That's tough. And uh, we ended up going back to state. Dang. And it was what completely, <laughs> completely surprising to a lot of people, even though we felt that that we had not peaked yet and we got some key players in that had been injured as a result of football. But, man, we went back to state. Uh, the school's never been to state back-to-back years. Wow. And uh, – you know, it's kind of funny. Now we lost one player. Huge expectations for 2022-2023 wow. with us because we have two studs that are going to be sophomores next year. And, and you're the head and, coach? Uh, assistant coach.
4: Dang, dude. You guys are yeah. underclassmen? That's amazing, dude. Yeah. Really, really, wow.
2: really excited about next year. And it's kind of, you know, yeah, I'm the assistant, but it's kind of like co-head coaches because, you know, uh, coach jeff word i mean we're, we're two peas in a pod we're, we're freaking fracked. we we complement each other so well when it comes to coaching our styles are the same philosophies are the same uh it's kind of like you have two people fishing in the same boat and uh you compliment each other when you're fishing team tournaments but One who, guy who does who's this the... well the other guy does this well and uh we've been very fortunate so yeah i'm retired and and You know, I've ran into people because I have went fishing. That's the other thing that I wanted to do a little bit more. In fact, uh, last Monday at Lake Texoma, I caught my personal best on Lake Texoma on a crankbait, and it was an 8.7. Dang. And it was was a monster for Texoma. Nice. Monster. And I actually thought I had a striper because uh, I know Pete knows, you know, Lake Texoma is very famous for – the amount of stripers that come out of that lake and you catch them all the time. It doesn't matter if you're flipping or doing whatever you're going to catch some stripers, but, uh, shocked, absolutely shocked. We probably had a 40, 50 fish day. Uh, we saw one other boat on the lake and that is the benefit of being retired and, <laughs> and out of school during the summer. You can go to these lakes during the week and there's nobody on them.
1: Wow. Nobody. How, how does that feel? Are you, are you used to being retired yet?
2: Uh, I I am staying honestly. Pete, really busy, man. I I I still am too involved. busy to put on pants. <laughs> yeah. i not. I don't think I've worked. I wore pants to graduation.
5: How about that.
2: There you go. Uh, but no, I wear shorts every day. Anyway, like uh, well, like, I, like, I, like I William Wallace been, over there. Yeah. yeah. I, ha- I have been. Uh, you know, I've helped Matt out. Uh, behind the scenes, Matt has done a tremendous job putting the show together and the guests that he's had on the show and in, in, in the kind of the direction because it is a different direction. You know, when me when I was sitting here and he was sitting on the other side, uh, we butted heads, we disagreed a lot. We tried to make it a little bit more uh entertaining from the aspect that he was kind of, you know, the young generation and I was the season grizzled veteran and uh you know there there was conflict there and i think sometimes it was very entertaining but uh i i kind of tagged the line when when the show got started you know we're going to talk about bass fishing and anything else that matt and i want to talk about well it's not that way anymore because all he talks about (laughs) is bass fishing
5: (laughs) you know so uh
2: different direction but man the, the the numbers have been outstanding do i miss it yeah, I, I can honestly say that when I walk through the studio and he's doing the show, I come in to feed the cat or, <laughs> you know, grab a bowling ball or something. And, and he's doing the show, and I just look over at him, and, you know, he'll look at me and he go, hey, you want to jump on? And I'm like, nah, no, nah,
4: keep going. So are you going to be starting, like, a bowling alley live? Like, what are you doing?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I did that. We, we did that <laughs> two years ago, <laughs> ah. and it was called uh, the Apex Series. And we actually had people calling other people out to bowl for money live on YouTube. Damn. And uh, it was pretty cool. It, it wow. was, I, you guys have no idea, but I'm telling you, man, <laughs> some of these big money uh, late night pot bowling games that take place kind of in the underground a little bit, it, they get pretty entertaining, pretty fiery. You know, some guys bowling a three game set for 500, 500, and a thousand yeah. bucks. So you got two grand on the line. Uh, over, you know, two games and then total pins, plus pie. It, it, it's, it's pretty entertaining. You know, but, Pete, it, it, has that ever happened in fishing? You know, where somebody just says, you know, I'm tired of all your trash talking. <laughs> I'm tired of the stuff that you said to the media. I am tired of you running your mouth. Look, here's a grand. Let's go out. You versus me right now. You in your boat. I'm in my boat. Let's see what you got. Here's yeah. my grand. Where's yours at?
1: I, I you know, I've not seen i I've heard a lot of trash talking. Like we, we had a frog battle. I think it was between uh, the Cajun baby and Ish that were are going at who's the best frog guy. The problem with bass fishermen is they want somebody else to put the money up.
2: Hey <laughs> <laughs> listen, to this. I have
5: known guys sponsors. Yeah. I, oh, well. I have
2: known guys that have put up money without having money. In other words, they had so much confidence in their game that they would bowl for like 200, 200, and 400 and not have a dime in their pocket. Now, they end up winning. I've never seen a dude do that and lose. But I think that would be a very, very interesting concept in the fishing world Mm. to go, hey, look, you you say you got game. You say you want to go out and play. You say that you're the biggest flipper, best flipper in the world. Let's go. Here's a grand. Let's go. Mono, y mono
0: I mean, there's beefs, but usually it's just somebody makes a YouTube video and somebody refi- <laughs> I was retaliates say, I don't, with another I don't, YouTube video. There's a lot but-
3: of chatter, but I don't see anyone in, in this sport actually stepping up. Nah. Who, would be,
2: who do you guys think would be the first guy to step up and go, listen, I'm tired of all the crap. Here's what we're going to do. I got $1,500 on the line right here. Who wants a piece of me?
4: Skeet Reese. You he's, think he's got yeah. that bank,
0: Byron Velvick. I don't think Skeet yeah. cares. I don't think he pays attention to anything <laughs> going on. So you need someone uh,
4: braggadocious, someone. Uh, he is,
0: but I don't think he's o- aware of everything going on around. He's just in a, a Skeet bubble. I think you. I it's think yellow. you.
1: I think you named Boom Boom, right? Uh, Boom Boom can he likes to gamble? I wonder if he would. Yeah. Oh, he you would know roll. who likes to gamble? Yeah. Who Wheeler? Hey. Wheeler. Jacob Wheeler. Oh, I Wheeler. I think Wheeler. I
0: think Wheeler's the
4: guy,
1: Mark. Yeah, but he would terrify everybody. His bank's he too would. big. Well, not just that. He, <laughs> you <know what> he <laughs> catches I mean? them. He's showing up with His bank. God. His game is too big. His game yeah, right so now. That's serious. Yeah. That That
2: would be so entertaining for mm-hmm. the fans if it was just totally off the cuff. It's so easy to do now. I mean, technology is a piece of cake. For somebody just to go, you know what? You know what, Wheeler? All right, here. I got two grand. I'm going to kick your ass. Let's go. And live stream the whole thing.
1: Would you watch yeah. it, Pete? Yeah, I think that would be awesome. But isn't the sport already that way? We have to pay five thousand dollars to to jump yeah, in a tournament.
2: But you're competing against, you know, yep. eighty other guys in opens, yeah. you got two hundred and forty guys. This is mono mono. mono.
1: mono. Yeah. One on
2: one, let's go. With your own money on the line. It's like PBP. A- w- 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 P- P- P-
1: me and you, one power bait worm, let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, hey, Mark, I got a
4: question. What, it. Yeah. what? Hey, Mark, what pro angler in any circuit, which two would you choose to go head-to-head in a midget tossing contest? <laughs> <laughs>
6: what? <laughs> oh, what?
1: Wow, Well, the, you that's you offensive that, on, like, on so many levels. Why? I, you're not you can't call love him that, that Dave's anymore.
3: I getting more and more comfortable. Like he just is getting lower. Are you saying that
6: because I'm here as short as I am? <laughs> you not a midget? Uh, <laughs> you know, hey,
3: have you
2: seen The Wolf, The Wolf of Wall Street? Yes. Yeah. You know, they have a midget tossing contest in that movie.
4: I remember. Yeah. Mark, we used to go to a bar called Iguana that would have midget-tossing night. They wore harnesses, dude. Like, one would be around the small of the back. The other would be around the crook of the neck. (laughs) Yeah, and dudes would launch yeah, wow. wow. <laughs> into, wow. into a ball of like foam, like a pit of foam. <laughs> wow.
3: We went downhill fast. We I'm just
4: asking hey, who were it, two anglers. would all, do that. Who who the beefy anglers? That's all. Think, no, whatever. it's all let's, good. Let's I, talk I about think
3: the fans.
2: who are the
4: would
3: beefy. Oh, you were looking flock. for like the muscular? Or yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: Who, who can who can who can hurl a dude? That's all. Who can a small dude? No,
2: <laughs> I think the fans would flock Caleb, to, to watch yeah. 101. Yeah. Something with wrong. with somebody putting their own money up and somebody calling out somebody with their own money, and going, "Let's go!"
1: Let's
0: go. I don't yeah, think it'll ever happen. I yeah. just don't. Now you've you've been you've been trying to make that happen for a while.
2: Well, I just you know some of the things and 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 having covered this game for so many years, and 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 Pete and Becky, you, you know this. You you have seen some of the stuff that takes place behind the stage some of the stuff that takes place before you ever get checked in some of the stuff that takes place in the campground or at the hotel prior to the event, during the event. And after the day has completed, there are tension tensions between guys all the time. I just wish one time somebody would step up and, you know, here's what we're going to do man, All right. Tournament's going to be over. People are going to be gone. All right. I, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of you saying this. I'm tired of you doing this. Let's just go one on one. Let's see what happens. What Do you, do you think it would
1: be cooler if they were in the same boat together doing it? No, well, or- I
2: don't think so, because that puts limitations. And, right. you know, Joe Thomas has done that for years, but I don't think it's been, you know, in an, an a situation that calls for animosity between the guys or anything. You know, don't restrict them. You know, don't restrict the. you might restrict or confine them in an area of a lake. All right. You know, to where maybe they cross each other or something like that. But uh I I Mark, Yeah, I think it that, needs to be tri- I, there's some cool matches out there that could take place. But Mark,
4: it can't just be just fishing. It has to be a triathlon. Yes. Be fishing, <laughs> yes. arm wrestling. Mm-hmm. What's the third one, guys? I'll let you guys <laughs> yes. decide but that. You can
2: put the octagon on a pontoon and just send it out. No, there. There. All I, right, we could do that to to like beer chug. Not a beer, beer
4: chug.
1: chug. Yep, nailed it. Beer chug. You're right, dude. A pint. Yeah. Who can pound the yeah. pint? Yeah.
2: Arm
4: wrestle. Yeah. Bass fishing. Maybe oh, it's yeah. like every dude.
1: every fish you catch, you have to drink down a pint. No, that's a <laughs> that's separate a competition. competition. That's oh part. My God. Like we, just we s- make it all it's interactive. Like we can all <laughs> chug a
4: pint, but yeah. you, you see our very own Riz. He looks oh, yeah. like a goddamn
1: uh, like a V eight, you know. He's it, oh, it's it, gone, dude. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> dude. But how are you? How are you going to be flipping after your third fish catch? You do that your later. Third God. pint gets chugged. after the arm
4: wrestle, and you, you chug to, to cure the uh, tendonitis. <laughs> You're not. You're not.
2: But it, you know, here here's something that's been kind of weird. And being retired, you know, with the twentieth being my last show, I've kind of sat back and truly. Kind of watch the game as a fan, not somebody thinking. Yes. Oh my gosh! I got to get the scoop on this. You know, what did he do? How did he do it? You know, blah 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 blah. And I've just seen some things that have taken place both on the elite series side and on the MLF side from a fan perspective. And I was just kind of like, huh, okay, that's interesting. Hmm. Okay.
3: Well, like, what you know, have to give what, us an example? What specifically,
2: dude? Yeah, this is what well, it, it's just. uh it, You know, just like what took place at Fork last week. Uh, You know, how many guys were over the century mark? What was it, four? Yeah, four or five.
1: Four. I thought it was three. Was it four? I think it it was three. three. I think it was three. Three. Swindle was one of them. He was. Yeah. Yeah. Swindle tied. He tied with Paul and. And here's here's kind of the thing
2: that really really hit me last week was the fact that Swindle has been doing the Elite Series and been doing everything bass. For a zillion years, but the dude's never won an elite series. Oh, damn. Never has, right? And the, wow. and I think that's the closest that he ever
1: came to winning an elite series, Is finishing that Is that third. Yeah, wow. he got angler of the year. That yeah, that's twice. two anglers, yeah. twice angler of the yeah. year. Yeah. And Gerald- well, he
2: did. He did one of those angler of the years. He did when he was on the Sitco team. Wow. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because I remember
2: uh, seeing him and. uh who was the other guy? There were three guys on the Sidco team. Uh Cristofano. Chris <laughs> Our buddy's
0: got one of them boats.
5: <laughs>
0: anyway, <that>? uh, <laughs> I, I I
2: remember seeing him Rocky. in Tulsa, but back then I think it was only like four or five events, and that was it. All right. They didn't have they didn't have you know eight, nine events, whatever the number is now. But I I just kind of thought, man, that is crazy as a fan to look at it it swindle and go, man, the dude's never won. He's an, yeah. He doesn't have a blue trophy. Yeah, he's been Angler of the Year, and he's had great he's, seasons. He's been to
1: a million classics. Wow. He's won been to two a million AIs. classics. But
2: how yeah. difficult is it to win one of those blue trophies good point. when you have somebody like him, and he's yeah. he's never, you know, this is the closest that he's came.
1: Yeah, that's – well, you've been with an – with this sport forever. And, and I just, I don't know if you got a chance to weigh in on it, but some since your retirement, something sad and monumental has happened in, and, uh, a, another visionary, the visionary, uh, the passing of Ray Scott. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just like to hear your thoughts on it.
2: Uh, you know, it kind of hit hard because I don't think anybody that's in this game, no matter what your capacity is, what you do, be it from a participatory standpoint or from a media standpoint or from a selling standpoint of anything that is related to this industry, he was the reason that you're doing what you're you're doing. Uh, I was very, very fortunate. One of the few people, I think, from a media perspective that actually got to go to his place and fish and spend the night there and actually talk to the guy one-on-one. You know, this was amazing. 15 years ago probably 15 16 years ago right and to just pick his brain where and 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 I you tell me if you disagree with this statement but there was a there was a Ray Scott that was in Ray mode and then there was a Ray Scott where he was just being really the guy that he was yeah and and sometimes when you talk to him and he was in Ray mode, it wasn't really a true indication of the amount of of feelings and just what kind of a human being that Ray Scott really was. And to be able to sit in his home and just talk to him about stuff, not only in the industry, but some of the things that were kind of evolving in the industry and get his take on that, that, that'll be something that I never forget. So very very fortunate to do that, and it was funny too because we actually got to fish on his lake, and we were in Van Dam's boat, and I think there were like there were like six or seven guys in Van Dam's
1: boat trying to throw a football jig. You huh? there? Well, I I can hear you, Mark. Uh, Are we good? Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Oh, we're good. We're I thought good? I thought okay. our mic's were muted or something. Okay, no, that was weird. Yeah. But
2: anyway, uh, we we actually got to to fish on. His yeah. private lake and
1: uh, how it, it, how is he was, as an angler? Is he is he a competent angler? I never saw the
2: guy fish, but but <laughs> he he actually talked a little bit about you know fishing back in the day, right? And I think it was pretty confident. You know he he, he definitely yeah. had a lot of confidence. Hey, what didn't the man not have confidence in? Yeah, nothing. Dude, he wore an ascot.
1: He wore an ascot like on his yeah. day off. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He was, was the ultimate so, pitch man. He pure enthusiasm. So much legislation he <coughs> influenced the sport. He's he's it's yeah. monumental. But the you have to fish the pond. Like I did. It's like F one stocked. What the heck was it? It was crazy. Was it amazing? It, it was
2: like he caught a five pounder and it was just like, man, put that thing back. Nothing. <laughs> I got sold. You want a picture? Yeah, no, we're not gonna get a picture. So,
1: yeah. where where but, is that? Is that in Alabama? Yeah, okay.
2: yeah. He's. I I believe he sold it. Yeah, a
4: lawyer bought it. Away. A lawyer bought it. Mark. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was out in the middle of nowhere. You'd never know that that that's where his home was. But I think yeah. every single person that is involved in this industry, in whatever capacity. If Ray Scott doesn't take the risk, and he took a lot of risk, if he does not take the risk that he did early in his career, I don't think we're at the point that we're at today.
1: I agree, hundred percent, no question. He, uh, yeah, we're all. I was fortunate that I got weighed in by Ray Scott for the first few years of my career, and uh, you know, it it was he made he made you want to do it. Like he was such an important part of making it exciting and interesting um yeah. you know and that's how i, I want to give a little props to dave mercer because uh when we're, we've been at a lot of the elite events uh this year and i got to see mercer i, I really you know through the whole when everybody in his enthusiasm and man he really he really does a heck of a job and and um because i you know i've been way you know i've been through the ray scott era i know how amazing it was when he carried that uh, mm-hmm. So I think Mercer's doing a pretty damn good job. But Ray Ray was amazing. But I want to dive into this because we were talking about this earlier, and it's, you know, a little bit controversial. Ray Scott, catch and release into the world of bass fishing, changed a lot of stuff. Uh, we started keeping live wells. Now we have a limit that we cull through. And we, we saw one of the tournaments come into a situation where they were faced with the culling... Of a deceased fish, and this is something that really the Bassmasters says no, no culling of a of a dead fish. That is a penalty that you're going to have to endure. You're going to have to cull around that fish. If you guys know what I mean, that are in the tournament game, even if yeah. it's a little tiny dead fish, you got to keep that one because we're not going to put any more fish in in harm's way. Right? You got to keep that fish. But other tournament trails have no rules relating to FLW this. FLW never did is
0: what you were telling me.
1: They they th- I, they just they don't have a rule. They don't even address the situation. And the MLF so you can big oh, that's not true fish. Pete. FLW had a rule about culling dead fish.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought.
1: No, absolutely, dude. Okay. I well, I I we saw it addressed just recently in it was video. Is
0: MLF big 5?
1: And, and I have been in that situation where I have called, I have called the tur- tournament directors live in that situation, not knowing what I was able to do. And the tournament director repeatedly said to me that we currently have no rules surrounding uh, the Damn. fish being dead or alive. In, 18, wow. in
7: 1854. <laughs> Hold on, like, 2020. And talking about yeah, the old, the,
1: the the FLW Ever Start that whole yeah. That's what I'm talking about Ranger Boat era. Yeah. They said they had no policy regarding dead fish. That's what I that's what I'm saying. I don't Damn. I don't know that I'm factual on it. And I haven't read the rules and or competed in it But you called someone year? and said I got a dead fish, and they said it's okay. <laughs> they, they said they said we have. Did you they, check his pulse? They have no they have no rules about. What you get to? what you need to do with that. So yeah, as long as you just band? happen? You know, yeah, we moving. we we saw something. BTC saw something, which brought brought this up for discussion. Who'd yeah. you call,
4: Shelly? And she like was like, "Yeah, we have no rules." <laughs> Shelly's his wife, by the way, guys.
1: <laughs> you call that fish?
7: Get yeah. that extra half. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> Who was the tournament
1: director? Did our guys imitate Bill, uh, uh, Bill? Bill Taylor. Yeah, Bill Taylor. Yeah, we have
7: no uh, rules, Pete.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, and I don't think they put a rule there. I I I don't know why. What their philosophy? On yeah, it, it, it is so, or was or whether like, so it's what changed. Happened?
0: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> then, so in the MLF Big Five series, uh, latest event on Gunnersville, the guy that actually won was on camera throwing a corpse overboard. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, according to uh, some other people I've talked to, somebody that's finished very high was in contention to win that event. There's no rule. There's no rule about that. That, it, wow. that you can't.
2: I'm shocked.
1: I was shocked too. I was shocked too. Yeah.
4: I'm not. Who wants dead fish brought up, man? Hold, hold on a second.
1: <laughs> turn them things back. Get but, them out of sight. But, but, get but I'm them just out saying, of sight, dude. I, I did, that I very well may be
4: the Sometimes they eat too much the of the bait that. and they die, yeah. man. Get them out of there, dude. Don't bring yeah. them up.
0: Nobody would have a fish to weigh in in St. Lawrence. <laughs> this is yeah. the in July <laughs> when they go there or August. Um,
4: actually, am I bad for not caring? Like, the, turn them things back. Get them out. Let, let nature. Can I do that for the Pro Am?
0: No. <laughs> What the like, hell's wrong with you people?
4: you <laughs> <laughs> supposed to
0: try to keep I'm not alive. saying, like, it's
4: multiple. Yeah, I people, know, a, but, like... Maybe you're allowed to have one dead one and let <laughs> nature reconsume it. You
3: well, know <laughs> what if I, like, mean? penalize you I five pounds I think nature would like it, bring that. Huh? All fish would
1: love it. <laughs> well, if you what?
3: If you what? bring a dead fish to the scales, i have got to penalize you five pounds. I'm the one who has to get rid of the dead fish. Like, yeah. I don't... I
1: mean... Well, the point of the penalty is... Is to make the because we get right accountability. With right. C- accountability. You consumed at the tournament, the pressures. You got to keep catching them, and you don't want to take the time to put the G juice in to make sure that you have ice to right. you know make sure your aerators are working. Make um, sure you don't wait ten minutes. Turn on the right button, hook on a Senko, <laughs> and, 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 and throw him. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. So yeah.
7: this is the the tackle <laughs> warehouse pro circuit we're talking about, right? Same Tornis. That's the big five. It's yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. O- we- on the website, rule eighteen. Oh, oh, damn. Four ounces will be deducted from the total weight for each dead bass presented for weighing. Right. Yeah, but that does has nothing to do with that- culling it's it color, during yeah. the yeah. So you can cull it. But if you bring it in, you lose weight. Right. No,
4: there's a lot of rules that say no culling of dead fish. It specifically yeah. says no culling okay. of dead fish. Mm-hmm. About back this when story. I remember reading that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah <Right>. that's what that <laughs> says. So you have to make that yeah.
3: call. Like if it's still like, you know, if there it doesn't re- look like it, it'll make it. But it's still flopping. You, yeah, right. What determines that fish? Right. you don't
4: have a uh, what are things called like the doctor scope on his neck. You know, uh, he's still moving, guys. Stethoscope. You see, he's this <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought the I, I thought the stethoscope, but I am not sure it was a microscope. I had a lot of whiskey. Okay. I'm sorry, Mark it's Jeffries. We got you on here, retired, and I'm fucking talking. So should good. so
1: should we have that rule, or do we not have that rule, Mark? Margin- I, I don't.
2: I thought the rule was in there. I part of the strategy that anytime I fish a tournament is if you hook the fish. Throwing a Carolina rig or something like that, and he may not look that well and say it's a three pounder. Well, it's a judgment call. All right. He's alive now, but is he going to really? be alive an hour from now? Mm-hmm. Well, I think I can catch a bigger fish than a three pounder. So here, I'm going to let you go to live another day.
1: Hopefully. Agreed. Get That's him out. That's part of, of there. the
2: strategy, is yeah.
1: it not? Yeah, throw yeah. him out of there. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it's, it's interesting, and guys on the message board, if I'm wrong or, you know, not that I'm trying, I'm not a tournament director, but if that if that rule exists over there, let us know. Uh, but I want to dive in a little deeper I've on got, it.
0: I've got my uh, guy fact-checking here. Uh, um, uh, yeah, it sounds like there's no rule from FLW about that. Mm-hmm. All right.
2: and right. I'm shocked. Yeah. Shocked. I I, man, I,
4: it? I thought I remember seeing no calling of dead fish, dude. But We've but seen it so either. many times at right. all the rule. All yeah. the, I mean,
1: the, even the little pot tournaments that we fish all usually mimic the bass rules. And it says right there, it says it on the Ike Foundation.
3: Yeah, because we just copied right. them and then just yeah. fixed, Can we get fixed what needed to be relevant for our event. But that
0: Rojas beat Swindle by an ounce at Toledo Bend. For a win. Yes. Wow.
4: Can we get Luke that was Duncan on win. as uh, the guy from FLW to tell us whether or not that was a rule? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that cool. All right.
5: Explain I, I that rule. Yeah. That's what he needs. Explain that's it.
2: Her. I have a question. <laughs> talk Good. to want Okay. Me. I want to I wanna dive into 2023. And like I said, I, I've just been looking at it from a fan's perspective, but I know there's a lot of other stuff going on because of what I've heard Matt talk about. But here's my question. Can you see bass and specifically bass going you know what we're going to help you guys out in 2023 from a cost perspective uh you know gas at five six bucks a gallon whatever here's what we're going to do we're going to go back to back events and they're going to be say 60 to 100 miles apart as far as location to reduce the amount of cost because it seems like and becky You can chime in on this one. It seems like that you do save money when you do have back-to-back events, but by creating those back-to-back events in close proximity, it would save the guys a lot of money. What are your
3: thoughts on that? I actually do have an opinion on this. I can't remember what year it was. It would have been a year that we had Falcon Amistad back-to-back. So what was that, maybe like 08 or 09? Somewhere in that, that realm. But they had a year where they did two tournaments back to back. And mm-hmm. then you'd have, you know, so many weeks off. And Didn't then they try to do that in back-to-back. California? Too. Yeah.
2: Well, they did that. Yeah. But,
3: yeah. Well, they, you they know, usually I, I always do it. With, yeah, yeah, they always do that with California. They'll, like, back it up to something. So they'll do either the Delta and um, Clear Lake. Clear Lake. Or the, the last time we did Delta and then we went to um, uh, Havasu. Okay. Um, but. They had a year where they did it, and I'm telling you, it, it, you know, it was exhausting that second tournament, mm-hmm. but it worked because it, it's hard if you're at a tournament and then you have two weeks off and then you're all the way over here. I mean, when the schedule's all over the place and you have weeks between, it's not that simple. We're not a sport where we've got like private jets and drivers. Right. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you don't get to just go home. It's like. Well, where do i get my rig to if i want to even try to get home or do i drive all the way home or i remember that year being a lot easier i mean it just made sense
1: right I get- uh yeah
2: pete two two examples would be toledo ben and sam rayburn back-to-back mm-hmm. weeks right another one would be table rock and lake of the ozarks right you know two great really good fisheries uh that are close proximity but then you have it back to back all of them have good cell service because that's you have to have that now with the way that the tournaments are covered but i the only reason i bring this up is i see pain right now Mm -hmm. as a fan i i see it in a lot of those guys that are not they're not earning checks and those guys that are not earning checks when you're paying five bucks a gallon four and a half whatever it is six bucks a gallon That is a major, major pinch from a financial standpoint, because most of those guys, if they're not having success, they're kind of the lower tier to middle tier guys. And I think as an organization, you might want to take a look because I don't think it's getting any better soon based upon everything that I have researched and talked to. And, you know, I'm right in the middle of energy country here, and we have a lot of I've I've quite a few friends that are heavily involved in the ener- in the uh, energy industry, and it's it's going to be a while. So, in order to take a little bit of the pain away from the anglers, but still put a really really good product and give the anglers an opportunity to showcase their skills, uh, I almost suspect that this is something that really needs to be thrown on the table for next year I think I, you
3: could throw it on the table I, we could all sit here and come up with tons of lakes that you could do back to back I mean a Thousand Islands like there's just there's so many out there you could do but here's yeah. the reality of it and this is going to sound callous and everyone can say Becky's whatever
1: <laughs> an elitist
3: no <laughs> deep, deep state I'm going to say this, everyone's
5: going
0: to be like, comment oh, she's... comment on the message board wins. So,
3: <laughs> Becky the is. reality da, 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 is... Da, da, da. The reality is, Bass is going to be and is more concerned with getting top dollar from that city or yes. that county and coming when they want us there over making sure it's easy and helping out the guys. I'm well, the, sorry. It's just it. a reality. That's, that's it. That's, that's, it's a that's, business decision. It's a business decision. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. going to take care of their business and not the anglers.
1: Well. It's,
3: it, it's just the way it is. Like, I think that's a brilliant idea. And I think that years ago when they did it, it was awesome. But at the end of the day, I think – I think these counties, these communities have less and less money and you are more at the mercy of them and whatever they're telling you when they want you, how it works. And I mean, the guys are going to start practicing on Memorial Day. Do you think yeah. that was a good decision? I don't mm-hmm. think so. How many pleasure boaters are you going to have mm-hmm. out on Monday? And these guys are trying to practice for a tournament to to win a hundred thousand dollars. Like, it's
1: always been I, it's always been stepping on the holidays over the years. I remember yeah. Yeah. I remember that well. And and dude, worse like, than that
0: is there's a freaking soccer tournament on every holiday that just destroys families. <laughs> with these freaking soccer tournament.
1: Get over it, man. But my, but Nobody's my playing is, soccer. But my, my
3: point is is that. <laughs> it, it. You're not going to change this.
1: Have you noticed a difference? Because when you, the split happened, there, especially uh, I noticed with Bass, like they have this wonderful like uh, angler manager that talks to the people or talks to the anglers, and they're more closely cl- connected with the anglers. Did you know to, notice a difference since Mike came back from what it was like before to the way it is now?
3: I'm not as connected. Mm-hmm. That's probably the easiest way for me to say it. I mean, I, I find it very interesting. I find um, Facebook has made it so all the wives can communicate. And I think that's really nice, but it's it's not me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? When I was out there before, I had my group of people. Like, we survived together. We traveled together. We raised babies together. We were stuck in campgrounds. Like, yeah. we looked out for each other. And they those were true bonds. And I had other people that I was on the road with that – I thought we were lovely people. I mean, this is like school. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you they, had were those forced, people, they were fortunate in the foxhole. You know what I mean? Like, you were acquaintances with yeah. people, but, like, they weren't your close-knit people. But there was no issues with those people. I, I find that now it's like everyone is supposed to be best friends. And that's mm. a weird thing to me. You know what I mean? Like, I like everybody, but... But not really. No, no, I do. <laughs> I, don't, I don't dislike anyone. I'm trying to that's not have funny. this come across wrong. Yeah. But I feel like... I can't figure out what that energy is right now. I'd lo- I love I think it's wonderful if all these people truly are just like, oh, my God, we love each other. And we're this one big family. Well. But we're competing. You know what I mean? And mm. and and I'm going to look out for you if you need help. If I see you on the side of the road, like I'm going to stop. I'm going to help you. Like, I don't have an issue with you. But I'm also we don't live in a world where you're best it, friends is it like a,
6: it's like you don't want to be fake. You want to be real. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah.
4: Is it a little bit of like the safe space nerfed generation meeting like the Generation X?
0: Or maybe people just putting up a front.
4: Mm. But she was well, saying everybody thinks everybody's supposed to be like kumbaya. Oh,
0: well, well, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. You know, let's all sit around the same campfire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you see well, the you comments
0: can't... on social media like, oh, you know, there's no respect anymore. I, you know, oh, th- nobody. There's also gamesmanship. And like we talked about earlier with Gerald and, and, and Greg, I feel like, and I wasn't there, but I feel like, Gerald pulled a, a veteran move on him. He muscled Oh, well, He Rick out of there. flared him. He Rick flared him, dude.
3: <laughs> yeah, but yeah. that's going and on Gerald forever. And Gerald went straight. But now we, we
5: get
0: all to watch get to
3: watch it, it and people uh. get to have opinions.
0: Right. Yep. And everybody oh, gets so mad about Grow Up.
1: Hey, I want to weigh in on this because, like uh, it was pointed at, Jake pointed out earlier, I started fishing in the 1700s <laughs> and I saw gas prices. Uh, that were five dollars a gallon. Pete actually <laughs> saw He'd the dinosaurs that, that turned into <laughs> the gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: he watched one melt into oil. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he saw this pterodactyl, he said, hey, Oh my god, look it, at them. It happened faster right than you think. Right at the
1: ninety five Ultra. quicksand. Capital free too. We 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 had the the two fifties, right? And they were they were not the advanced uh, two fifty horsepowers that we have today that are way better on fuel consumption than than what what was it ten or fifteen years ago when we had four dollars a gallon uh, and yeah it changed yeah. the way that I competed and and I believe in a, in a really negative way, especially when you're talking about going to the great lakes and and I vividly remember run. that i'm I'm paying four fifty a gallon. And I've got to drive out to the Peely Island yeah. from Lake St. Clair to out to Sandusky. Yeah, it's it's fifty gallons times that's two hundred and fifty dollars a day, two hundred and twenty dollars a day just for just for that boat ride and every single day. It just it absolutely wipes you out. So oh, you Pete, remember learn when, ways m- around it.
4: Remember when Everstart launched us out of freaking Cleveland two years in a row? <laughs> that was awesome, wasn't it? That was everyone awesome. had to go like hundred miles like
1: Dude, the west, the, the greatest thing from from that tournament, I, the wind blew, and one of the dudes went, wanted to run to Pelee Island from Cleveland, in like five, six, seven footers, oh. and he just was gonna go. That's it, and he drives, and he, I was talking to him, and he goes, I'm I'm three and a half hours into my drive, and <laughs> realize I'm not there yet, yeah. and. I, there's no point in continuing because I won't have any fishing time. So he drove three and a half hours in five-foot waves, turned around and drove three and a half hours back and put his boat on the trailer. Yep. I, feel, I feel Never made him, a cast.
0: I feel for his <laughs> co-angler. Oh, my god, That dude got screwed. <laughs> right. Wow. It was a, he he wow, drew the short Pete, straw. Let
2: me, Pete, let me ask you this. In in challenging economic times like we're currently in and uh, all indications are they're going to continue, mm-hmm. Does that impact? Because what you mentioned that a lot of guys may fish different because they simply are not willing to spend the money uh, because they may or may not have it. But what I want to know is, does the temperament change? In other words, where somebody might be a little more, yeah, go ahead, yeah, you can have it, you know, right. whatever. Now, because their expensive has increased so much. There's going to be more confrontations due to the fact that they're not going to give up that area because they know that that area is going to produce and they need the money.
1: I, I believe you're, you're you're right I believe you're on it because what there's a lot of things when you're out competing that that can ch- change the way you compete and apply pressure they, they apply pressure to what's going on a lot of it a lot of times it's it's personal relationships you know can really apply pressure to what the decisions that you're making how you're competing but financial pressure oh my gosh it's it's a massive thing that is definitely going to ratchet it up because guys are you know i've been in that situation if i don't get a check i don't pay my mortgage so guess what the cuffs are off man the gloves are off you know, it's like, I got to get it I gotta get it done. <laughs> that, was, that was personal relationships. I got the them confused. Cuffs? Are you kidding me? <laughs> got them mixed up.
4: Hey, Mark, you think you're cutting edge with an apron? <laughs> Pete is next level with cuffs, bro. With cuffs, bro. They have
6: zebra pattern? <laughs> zebra pattern cuffs? <laughs> They're my favorite. <laughs> oh, man, I got to find great. these.
3: On Amazon.
1: <laughs> oh. Wow. oh my gosh! We, but, talk, we talk about handcuffs. That's what he's talking yeah. about. Uh, I meant to say ones. the gloves are off, and I said the cuffs. Uh, he yeah, he uh, didn't not, say nothing. Uh, you
4: brought it up. You said <laughs> <the> cuffs. <laughs> he's just it. sitting there in his cooking apron, the fitness.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh,
1: I ca- I caught eep. my faux pas. Eep. I caught my error. It was a Freudian but, slip. But it will. They, it will definitely apply pressure. Cuffs or <laughs> gloves. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or and, zip ties, <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> 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 and, and I think we'll see more fights. I think uh, the especially the guys that I man, there's so much going on because what else is applying pressure now, especially on the elites. I see it. Uh, the guy, there's right. This transition has happened, so now you got to average your. And I don't know how it works. To be honest, the details, but you got to requalify, right? Yeah. So there's a whole yeah. herd of people out there right now. That are facing the chopping block if they don't get it done this year, and that's going to be applying pressure. You add that with, and those are probably the same guys that are battling the financial pressures, right? Because if you're not making checks, you know yeah. you're not getting points. You're looking at not requalifying, and you're not getting you're not getting as many checks as you need. So, yeah, I think I think we'll 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 see the kumbaya error maybe uh, a little bit less in 2023. Hey, Mark,
4: okay. I have a follow up to your question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You being a sports traditionalist and a hardcore coach. Mhm. What are your, uh, what are your thoughts on maybe like uh, introducing hockey fights to fishing? Like, you know, guys arguing over spot, get on the front deck, lock up jerseys and bang
2: it out. Yeah, go in the penalty box for on, thirty dude. minutes or whatever. MLF—they put you in penalty box
4: for letting a fish touch the deck. Why not, you know, for touching oh. a guy in the face? Yeah,
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, did you not.
2: Wanna, you you want to increase the popularity of the game?
4: Fighting,
6: throw dude. A little violence. Did, didn't yeah. it? Didn't happen? Something like that happened with the Ish Monroe? Yeah, back? It was the yeah, worst Keith, fight ever shy. between him and, and Keith. Keith. It was yeah. like the
4: worst fight ever. Dude, they took
0: it. they took fighting out of hockey. They ain't letting it in fishing. No. Nah. Oh, I know Wait, but imagine
3: how awesome that would be hockey.
0: yeah it's going yeah
4: no they made what are it, you it talking so about?
3: I went to a game and saw fights it's so two punitive
4: it's... I don't know yeah. I stopped watching a Well, long you didn't time go to now. NHL you might have went to like phantoms
2: no we went this year <laughs> <laughs> what? No, no it's not out in fact there's a a e60 special coming out the first week of June and and I'm all about the hockey you know my team they got beat up by the Avalanche they're out the blues but anyway there's a documentary coming out in June that features the clash between the Detroit Red Wings and the Colorado Avalanche back oh, yeah. in the Claude uh, Lemieux yeah. situation where he yeah. cold cocked. Yeah. Uh, and and there is hatred, true hatred, still with some of these guys. So there's a great promo that's out. It's like a two minute promo. And uh, it, it was. It, I can't wait to see it. Right. His oh, eyes are many clocks, right?
4: Yeah, I highly recommend everyone watch Goons on Netflix.
2: That's great. That
4: is right? A Mark, great. Right, Mark? yeah, film. dude. What is that? <laughs> oh, it's about enforcers. It's really? An, it's an NHL yeah. enforcer documentary oh. on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, it's a doc. It's, oh, it's amazing, dude. Oh. It's really, really good. It's the best one. Really Mark, good. Mark,
0: who's who? Who 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 are the uh, who are they following? What's that? In in this documentary.
2: Oh, uh Probert, oh Ty my. Domi. Oh my goodness uh,
0: The bangers. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, long time. They yeah. they show the fight that Probert had. Provert. Uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> uh the dude from Vancouver that goes down and I can't remember his name is one of the greatest fights of all time. Um, you know, but, but Bob Prober, he ended up they go in depth a little bit because he had so many issues when he got out of hockey.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's
2: living on the street.
4: Yeah, he's all messed up. Yeah, Dave really Tiger, Williams.
0: Up. Tiger Williams. Or or Tiger Williams.
4: He was from the Dave Kings. Dave Tiger Williams. Right. He was from yeah. the Kings, dude. Who? Tiger Williams.
2: He played for Toronto.
4: I thought he was LA Kings, man. Whatever. No, he was Toronto. All right.
2: Dave Schultz. Obviously, you guys know all. Well, about. from the Flyers,
4: we it. yeah we have our bangers yeah. from the from the you know the the Broad Street yeah, the, Bullies, man. Yeah.
2: Some uh, of the most greatest epic hockey ever played especially against the russians
4: so mark i ha- i live right. i live like a mile from the bar they all that that team used to hang out at called Rexy's bar it's still yep. standing today yep. really yeah they would all go there yeah dude I'm, I'm sure the the broads they smashed were all dead now but I mean, <laughs> like like all like the waitresses and stuff they ain't around no more but the owner like, it's still in the family. It's still the same family, dude.
2: Hey, are there, Are there? and this is something because I haven't been out there for a while. Are there still fishing groupies? <laughs> where?
4: <laughs> I've never met there one. Like, yeah, where, dude? 50-year-old On men? Tour? Yeah. Like, no? I don't know. Maybe, like, I, know. Yeah, I don't know Brian, about what all do that. You know?
2: you know? anything about that? B to the sea?
4: Me? Damn. Yeah. No, I'm not out there. There's Talk more the croupies time. in bowling than fast fish. Talk <laughs> to you. Talk the Panger. Yeah. You're There's cool more broads worried about your hole size than, 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 than,
5: than,
0: than <laughs> oh, the bowling ball. Bro. I'm not the ball. That's <laughs> funny. Oh, there, there were
2: there were croupies when we were yeah. covering the Elite Series. Maybe? Really? Groupies show up? I
4: yeah, guess. Yeah.
1: There they they were always 30 to 50-year-old married men. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: yeah, you know? From That's what most of them were. With a
1: belly button, you could boil soup in. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
5: wow.
1: I wonder, though, Mark, is that, yeah, that's that's crazy. Everything's changed. There's a lot going on out there. I don't, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about that, you know. Uh, yeah.
2: No groupies, huh?
1: Uh.
3: I only had one that I had to scare off.
1: Was really? a guy stalking you?
4: <laughs>
3: no, there was a girl. Ah. Mike. <laughs> I mean, you're all over the
4: thing. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's it's on you. Let's hear about it. then.
3: ahead. No, there's nothing to talk about. There was just one who was a groupie, and that's back when there was MySpace. You guys, this was so oh my long God. ago. So MySpace? Yeah, this was back when MySpace was the deal. So what happened? I wow. don't know. I just made my presence known, and she, she drifted off <laughs> within a matter of months. Months.
4: Months. It was a prolonged <laughs> internet war, psyops.
3: Well, she tried to play the um f- the friend card. I've told you guys the stories no, like we the random people that have ever like they've called because Mike's phone number says because his his voicemail is always full, so it says to call my number, and I would get like these women that would call, Damn. and they would claim that they like they used to work for Mike, and I was like, <laughs> <Bitch>.
5: <laughs> I'd
3: be Damn. like, you know. Jennifer, hey. your like worker called. You, Did you know, ever ask for like, their
4: full names? Like e- eventually, when you got <laughs> schooled once, so you could Google them bitches. See what they look like. No, like,
3: oh my God. no I didn't care that much. <laughs> but I've, yeah, I just have a couple of random stories of like people that would call, and I would just call Mike up laughing. I'd be like, "Ha ha ha." You are so. You are, but you are so
5: confident because
4: most women, right, are, right, like right. most women, if it's like an ugly one, like, oh, "I don't care," but if it's like a hot one, be like, "Who's this bitch on the phone?" You'll be know I mean? like. It's that that that?
0: She thinks she's cute. Google Images, Google. I saw
4: her.
2: Wow. <laughs> hey, you know who did have groupies uh-huh. at, at one stop that, that <coughs> we went when we were on the Elite Series? That- Harold Allen.
4: <laughs>
2: Harold <laughs> Allen had some groupies. is <laughs> <For everybody? laughs> a quick story, real quick story. This was back when we were doing uh, live coverage from establishments, be it a sports bar, a restaurant, you know, wherever I could find an internet connection that would have a crowd, that's where we would do it at. Well, this was the stop at, what is what is right by Florence? Just to the west of Lake uh, Wilson Lake. Is that Pickwick? It's Pickwick. It's Pickwick. Yeah, it's yeah. Pickwick. Okay, was it Pickwick? Like the only place that I Schultz. could find was a biker bar. And I don't even know if the biker <laughs> bar is still there. But I called the guy up and he was like, oh yeah, man, come on, we'll, yeah, we'll have it set up. So the first day I go and I set up and and, you know, Harold and Matt are with me and we go in there and you talk about guys and girls partying. Oh my gosh. Suddenly they became fishing fans. Well, the second night there were more people there. The third night it was standing room only and the final night where we had, I think it was the one that Tommy Biffle won the final night jam packed. The guy said, he's never seen this place this crowded on a Sunday. Jam-packed, Harold is being Harold, and this is no joke. The next thing I know, I'm doing it. I say, hey, we're going to take a break, come back. As soon as we take a break, I turn to my right, and this woman is all over Harold with no top on, just getting after
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. All right? Yeah. I mean,
2: just. This is what bass yeah, fishing means. Just needs. getting after it. I agree. Like, oh, my <laughs> gosh, and he didn't really know what was going on and then just like that before we came back live she just kind of wandered off
1: and then That's we got
2: amazing. done and here she came again
1: <laughs> uh, and
2: Biffle was there because we had Biffle come by and we actually interviewed Biffle while all this was going on and you know you like, haven't seen anything quite like that before
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> might need to cut him yeah <laughs>
5: So, oh, the, wow. uh,
2: one of the more memorable times that we had when we were doing that, all that on-location on, on location live stuff during the tournament. Yeah, man. She she loves some Harold. She, she loved the legend.
3: We need to go to biker bars. She's, yeah, she's lucky
4: that wasn't a prime BTC because nine months later, she would have had a, <laughs> a carpenter.
2: <laughs> wow. I, you know, we, we – man, back in the day, we – uh, twenty-five. We did, and we did some State. gigs at some crazy <laughs> right. places, but it was the only place that we could find internet. So we internet. did what we had to do. So
1: you and young Matt didn't have your your share of groupies following BTL around. Matt had he he, he
2: was the nature boy for a reason. Well, he's a young handsome yeah. kid. You know, yeah. There's there's many a stories, and and when that point in time comes, that uh, those will be shared. But now's not the time because. The grasshopper is doing very well, and uh, you know he's got a house now, man. He's
3: a home. I homo. saw that. Yeah. Wow! And he got a, and he
0: got a John Deere tractor. Hey, hey, you Mark, got- Mark, yeah.
4: Be- Mark. being and we're talking about groupies. I want to ask you in the <laughs> obscure world of groupies. <laughs> who has a higher caliber of groupie, the bowling community or the bass fishing
2: community? <laughs> I would say the bowling community. Wow. Dang. That's yeah.
5: bad. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yo, that's, there, take there, that. Yeah, take that. that Yo, show up all, you young, guys. all you young Groupies.
4: stupid ass single anglers that think you're going to, Bankroll mom and dad's money in this and bang a bunch of hot chicks. The bowling community's got you smacked,
0: clapped, per Fucking Mark Jeffries, dude, the pro of both industries.
4: He knows them both. Yeah. Man, so, so bowling, look at that, huh?
2: Who knew? Bowling. There there's a lot of bowling groupies. There really are.
3: I need to go to a. a- Is it called a bowling match, a bowling tournament? What do we call it? Tournament. Tournament. It's a tournament. Yeah.
1: Tournament. Yeah, well, see, they're set up up to have groupies because they have have bars there. Music. They have music. Disco lights. Yeah. Right. We need. That's what we need. We need disco lights at the (laughs) Way. Becky, why don't we have like a uh, Ike
4: Ike Foundation bowling competition? (laughs) How many people up? Because girls don't want to fish, but they'll throw a bowl down the alley.
2: You know, hey, you know who is a really, really good bowler, and I haven't witnessed yet. Who? But everything that he tells me, Randy Blockett.
4: Uh, now he don't in fact,
2: Randy Blockett said that if he if he had a choice <laughs> and and the opportunity that during his time he actually would have tried to go out and be on tour on the PBA.
4: Is that the, like the typical demeanor of bowlers like that? No. no. Okay.
2: Yeah, I didn't think so. No. Yeah. Now there's Set. some iconic people, and and I know, what Mike? He, he spent some time with Kyle True. Yeah. That was cool. That that did a lot to open up some stuff. You know, uh, send my guys groupies uh, to bowling. probably the the number one <laughs> one handed bowler in the world. His name is Chris Prather. Chris Prather is actually sponsored by Strike King now.
5: That's
1: oh, oh, great. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, take <laughs> our money too. Yeah. Do you Crossover. do you do that two hand bowling thing?
2: No. No, I am very, very against two-handed bowling.
1: Even though I didn't know that's a thing. What is two-handed bowling, they, man? They got a hand on in the holes, and There's they got one in front. Holes. There's only two holes. There's only two So they you, go, go, you you hold it yeah. like I've you seen hold, three holders. <laughs> you hold you hold, you this hold is it a like this, right.
3: and you and your hands on the other <laughs> I'm side. I'm not trying to be gross. <laughs> <laughs> and you and you.
4: Ah, <laughs> oh, so the yeah, you you I, like that I'm episode. telling between yeah, your, we got the guy between your legs
3: with Kyle True. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Wow, I didn't even know that was a
2: thing.
3: Yeah. Hey,
2: Kyle Troop won over a half a million bucks last year Dang. on tour. Yeah,
3: he just won. I saw and he Yeah, just he just won ago, the
2: won. PBA playoffs. Won
3: yeah.
0: another 100000 bucks. He didn't catch a single fish.
3: I mean, shoot.
0: No.
3: <laughs> I
4: usually no. just grab the Becky, big, heaviest black one I could find and send it down the middle.
0: Or the no. eight-pounder that you can get question. one
3: finger Does in. Does Mike still <laughs> have <laughs> <laughs> those Take pants out a couple, oh, yeah. when he did the thing with, with oh, Kyle? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we still have the pants. They're amazing pants. Is this
4: guy Kyle Kyle's a pro Kyle, angler or is he a bowler? He's
3: a bowler, but like he he dresses all like flashy and bright and crazy as an afro. Big afro, yeah. yeah. Dang. Yeah. Really cool guy. That was Stella's favorite person that she met. She thought he Good was energy, so huh? much fun. And he had gotten a shower, so his hair was real normal and tight. <laughs> and he told her during dinner, he said, remind me at the end of dinner, I'll go into the bathroom and I'll pick it out for you. Dang. And so and <laughs> at the end of dinner, she was like, the hair, the hair, and he was like, oh, "Okay, I forgot," you know. Jesus. And he went and he like picked it all out for her. And she thought he was so much oh fun. My God. Loved him. And Vegas's favorite was Marina Alex, the golfer.
5: Boy, because
3: yeah. Vegas wanted to golf with her here in the yard. Mm-hmm. So he he. Rigged something with you know the the club, but he put a reel on it and he tied a string to the ball because he didn't want to go get the ball, uh. so he'd hit it and then he would like reel it back in, and then he'd hit the ball again, he'd reel it back <laughs> oh, in. Wow. And the two of them sat there for like an hour and she taught him how to like swing. So they had a blast together. That's cool. Okay.
2: So yeah. are are those shows still out there? Are they on YouTube? Can can you still watching?
3: You Jackie? cannot. You cannot. Yeah, that,
4: that movie is called The Toy with uh, Richard Pryor <laughs> and Jackie Gleason. Mark.
5: <laughs> wow. Oh, come on. That was amazing, guys. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> wow. Um,
3: no, I've actually held on tight to them because we fully own them. And so I would like to work with another network that – Long story, but no, they're not out there. Okay. Oops. I, got, I got nothing, but hmm. no. You got he, nothing.
7: I, I got a fishing question, if I'm allowed. Mark? Oh, Mark.
3: man. <laughs> Come yeah. on. We were having <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm
7: sorry. Well, he gave up six months ago on the show, and now he can't ask some questions and anything like that. Did you end up catching a fish on the uh, Color 7 bait yet?
2: I, I've i only thrown it one time. Okay. I threw it I, I threw it on Monday when I caught that eight 7 And yes, I caught multiple uh, two and three pounders, but nothing really big yet. The the topwater bite was not on. It was crazy. Pete, have you ever seen, listen to this, the wind's blowing five to 10, cloudy all day long, great looking watercolor, shad active all over the place. They would not be aggressive on a topwater. That's Hmm. like a perfect topwater condition.
1: It sure is.
2: They wanted nothing to do with it. They wanted the crankbait. That's what they wanted.
1: Well, well they, they never listened to us, Mark. You got to give them what they want. Be, be thankful <laughs> that, that that there's
0: even anything to want anything. Because here in Jersey, it's throw a stupid Senko and yeah. sit around, and do nothing, and catch a couple. And no, bait.
2: but that that number seven bait is amazing. What and, is it? And, hang on. I think I got he's, – the, he's there's so, only two been made.
7: Hang on. What? So, so what happened is Frank Scalish, the – Mm You know, used to be Elite Series guy. Mm -hmm. He paints for uh, Lournette. And when Mark had his incident came back to the show, Pangrak wanted him to say, you know, my favorite color is 7. And most people think that his brain's all messed up, stuff like that. So Frank Scalers Scalers (laughs) took matters into his own hands and made a color on a spook called Color 7.
4: Yeah, here it is right here. I don't know if you can see it. So it's like the Area 51 of fishing.
7: Could be. Well, hold here it, hold it there, Mark. There you go. Oh. Man, Mark that's got that shit though.
2: on command.
1: Dang. Okay, but <laughs> but look what it
2: says right there on the front.
7: Seven.
1: Don't believe the hype. Number seven.
3: <laughs> Number seven.
1: Dang. That's a crazy so looking spook. That's
2: the, the first one that he made, and he made me a second one, and that's the one that I've been using. And, yes, I have caught several fish on it, but nothing big yet. Nothing big. But, yeah, it's it, – Sounds great. Looks great in the water. Uh, (laughs) Have you guys ever seen this whole thing? Yeah, it was the whole number seven thing. But what happened was I was in Wichita where uh, my in-laws live. And they had an old – and I am all about going into these kind of bizarre, off-the-grid bait-and-tackle stores. Oh, God, yeah. Those are are amazing to go into. And there's one in Wichita, Kansas, and it's weird – because it's right downtown. It's just off the grid, kind of downtown Wichita. And I went in there and I was looking around and man, it was just a mess. But I see these things that look like Zara Spooks hanging on the end cap. And I'm like, well, what are those? They don't have any hooks in them, but they have <laughs> they have rings to put two sets of treble hooks on there." So I, I asked the guy, well, what are these? And he goes, well, they're kind of like a Zara Spook, but the catfish guys, use these things to keep their bait up off of the bottom. Oh, wow. Hmm. It's like, really? He goes, you ever seen anybody use them as a, as a topwater? And he goes, yeah, every now and then somebody will come in. Well, I have this thing about the color orange. I, I like orange. Orange is one of my favorite colors. And they had these really bizarre, I mean, construction cone orange looking pieces of of the catfish floaters so i bought like six of them i was like here give them to me so when matt and i had our one-on-one battle that we have every year and we haven't had it this year yet i had it on the the deck of the boat and matt comes over and he's like what the hell is that (laughs) i go dude it's a it's kind of like a zara spook and he goes you seriously think that you're going to catch something on that (laughs) well we filmed The entire day, like I had a camera and he had a camera. I threw that turd for three and a half hours and (laughs) never had a blow up. Uh. Never had a blow up. So Frank made fun of me and he goes, Look, man, he goes, I'm seriously going to paint you something that has orange in it that you're going to be able to catch fish with. Because how many, how many people, and I wish I had one of those, I'd show you. But those things, they look like a construction cone. They were that orange. Wow, they had a little bit of black on there, but have yet to catch a topwater fish using the construction cone. And uh, Frank took care of me on that. Put a little uh, kind of orange-looking bones on the on keep, the side of this spook. But yeah, man, I caught caught the heck out of them. Just nothing big on Monday.
1: Keep at it with the orange. I know uh, George Cochran on Bash U on his retirement seminar uh, said that his secret, his top secret. Color on stick baits is orange.
3: Really? Orange. Stick orange.
1: Baits. Yes, yeah. sir. One, you know, one one piles of money on it.
0: I, what, I what, think, what are I you think saying? let me ask they, like, Let me ask all three. All four no,
1: they it. got the, the Yamamoto makes that color. I'm sorry, Mark. What were you saying? Is,
2: well, no, I wanted to ask. I want an opinion. It could be short or long. It doesn't matter. Um, is color more of a confidence thing? Or an application thing
4: application
1: uh you, i'll go first <laughs> 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 uh, the uh you know for so many fishing pressure to me is such an important factor in 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 color selection you know because i think without without fishing pressure you know the color choices are simplistic and very very easy but once you add a 250 man field frothing the water up for a week uh you've got to start going outside of your comfort zone on color uh to be able to trigger strikes give fish something that they haven't seen or don't commonly see so you know that's what you know fish fishing pressure to me changes my my uh my process on let color
0: me sp- let me just back that up real quick Braz. you remember uh we talked about earlier trespass fishing yeah you remember when we uh tried to go to davis mill one time and there was a derby there and there was no place to park and i just like looked on a map this is before you know smartphones and stuff and we rolled on uh shepherd's mill you remember that maybe had the little had the little boat the little sneaky boat we threw the boat in shepherd's mill back before anybody could get on that and we were catching the hell out of them they were all cookie cutters but we were catching them so good, I had a, uh, I had a, a slider head with a, uh, a four-inch Berkeley Power Lizard on, black, just catching them. I catch one, he comes up, he throws the worm, I take the fish off the hook or whatever, and I'm pawing at, I'm in the little bass, the 10-foot boat with the, the bucket seats, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm pawing <laughs> at my worm to try to bring it back, to put it back <laughs> yeah. on the hook, and I got, I don't know, two, two feet of line from the top from the top of the eye, to the naked slider head, jig head with a hook, and I caught a bass <laughs> at the at the boat. With, you know, on a bare hook, so no pressure. They'll eat anything.
1: Lots <laughs> well, of pressure. You got to mess with color. There it is. Pre- pressure, university. Pre- pressure. Pressure is key. Power bait. Paul, talk about talk it. to talk about color.
6: Well, uh, I feel like it's also a confidence thing. I mean, yes, it's an application, but it's also confidence. Like with me. Give me a Red Shad anything, I'll catch them. You know what I mean? Red Shad Sanka, yes. Red Shad Power Worm. It's, it's just... and It doesn't matter what... doesn't matter the clarity of the water. It could be muddy water. It could be clear water. It could be cedar water. I'll get them. You know what I mean? It's my confidence thing. But then... In clear water, I like to throw more natural colors. You know what I mean? Something like... There's a lot of yellow perch, and they're a good forage fish in the ponds I fish. A lot of yellow perch color crankbaits or top waters, And then, um... In the muddy waters like I love chartreuse. Chartreuse kills it in the muddy water. You know, I just throw this little two inch chartreuse grubs, slay like crappy and bass in those muddy waters all day, you know. So it's it's give and go, a little bit of both, you know.
1: You said it all. Yeah. Especially Red Shad. I love that. Mark, when is when's the last tournament that's been won on Red Shad? Was that Brian Kirchell?
2: Yep. Might have been. That's what I would say. That and Tequila Sunrise. Is yes, yes.
6: <laughs> yes. That's the first power. Yeah, that, that's the first power arm I ever used. That was an old yeah. copper color
1: Tequila yeah. Sunrise. That's right.
0: Becky's melting down right now.
1: <laughs> Motor oil. oil. Apparently,
3: we're having a BU. <laughs> no, I, I,
4: I'm it's
3: curious. I, I
2: just tried just to get it like driving you guys all fault. side no, at me. Let's I talk
4: about colors. <laughs> on that orange
2: turf. <laughs> For three and a half hours. It's all went silent and weird on me, dude. I'm not
4: doing it no more. I'm sorry. Red chat, red Power Bay Paul. What do you got?
2: All right, here. What, see, I'm actually interviewing you guys. I'm like,
1: you were the master.
3: I know. You just I, fell I, into that, and we all got lazy, and we're uh, like, just let Mark. I know.
2: Just it. let Mark in. All right, here's the next thing, and then I think I'm out of questions. But uh, what what is going to be the next big thing in this game? What is one thing? It could be technology. It could be a format. It could be uh, a motor. What is going to be the next big thing? Because think about the transition that this game has went through over the last twenty years.
4: I think propulsion, Mark. Propulsion is going to is easily the next thing that's going to happen. Electric. Yeah. Whether, whether yeah. Whether it's an electric propulsion or Oops, some form that, of more, you know, that's cons- coming. It's consolidated. Combustionable propulsion, but it's going to be that, dude.
3: Compulsion. Propulsion.
4: Propulsion.
1: propulsion. What'd I say? Compulsion. Did I say you compulsion? said it right. I think you said it right. I thought I said
4: propulsion. Propulsion. Huh? Whatever. <laughs> that's a good. God, damn that's it. A,
1: that's, that's definitely going to affect things. It's going to change things dramatically. You can drink an alcoholic. <laughs> <me>, dude. <laughs>
2: hey,
1: can I have a beer, Jake? What are you doing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Brian, what about you? What are your thoughts? Uh, uh, no thoughts
0: yeah but no i don't know it's it's got to be with the electronics there's there's another level to it there's there's got to be it's it's pretty insane right now but this ain't the end of it and i think that's where it's at
1: i mean we've seen the uh the crappie anglers with like three foot long screens yeah and mounts that are four feet high you're awesome it's i you know that's got to be coming into the bass fishing game yeah, you know, pretty soon.
5: Yeah,
1: but that that you know that that sonar that that forward facing sonar has been has been the big change, right? That's been the monumental. Well, first it was spot lock. Spot lock right. really power poles. revolutionized stuff. Power <laughs> power poles, uh, anchor,
4: yeah, yep. but what's changed? But what's changed in terms of propelling the boat? Nothing.
5: We still use the the, no, the, well, use the
4: concrete. Well, well, here's what's changed.
1: They started out 150 horsepower yeah. restriction, which would be awesome right now in the fuel scenario that you're talking about, Mark. The the 150s don't burn anything, but yeah. uh, they went from 150s to unlimited, um, and that's where it's that's where it's. Have you ever seen the
4: Tesla pickup truck skull drag an F250? No. Nah, dude. Nah. The propulsion that these electric vehicles generate now i'm not i'm not like trying to be all pro electric shit in here okay but i'm just <laughs> saying like that is where the front's going to be on outboards what what else is left you're going to see one more fish on your stupid electronics you know what i mean you're No, i'm, get, I'm uh, actually
3: with dave on this one uh, I, I think they well they're how gonna is
4: that going to help you catch more fish exactly it's not but that, he said technologically <laughs> yeah. what is the next advancement in fishing yeah, that will be the advancement because it's been so stale for so long. Right. Well, Torquedo I, I gotcha.
3: makes Torquedo makes like the equivalent of like a 250 or whatever. It's yeah. just ridiculously expensive. Yeah. But
0: how big what? is it though? It, the motor's not all that. It's, it's you know the,
1: the deal's the battery. Here, here here's yeah. a lot of battery. Yeah. yeah. May I weigh in on this?
3: Yes. Propulsion.
1: Uh, You're the host. Uh, <laughs> I here's the deal. Here's what here's what it's going to be right here. Here's the. There's deal. a new bait category coming. It's coming and it's going to be based on forward facing sonar technology. It's going to be a lure category we haven't seen yet. Oh. It's going to move in a way that is trackable on forward facing sonar better cuz now we can see the reaction in real time. And the the tools that we've been using are we're going to see some we're going to see some of them replaced by baits that do a better huh. job at triggering strikes quicker. And more consistently, from less, those blogs, uh,
0: it's going to do less than a psycho. So,
1: they're
7: going
0: to
3: have cameras on the bait. They're yeah. yeah. going to the Bait's going to be
4: interactive with the electronics.
1: They already are. They already are now. But we're using existing bait technology now. See, now how
4: far ahead was Ike when he said it looks like a jig but swims like a crankbait? Oh,
0: I remember that.
4: What what event was that? It was like 30 years ago, 20 years ago, dude. Was that Lake Norman? I don't know, but it was a long time ago. It might have been.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It might have been Lake Norman when he won his boat as an amateur. Yeah. Well, and he got pressed on stage what how Tell me you young Italian yeah, from the north you yeah, damn
4: yankee yankee <laughs> Italian what would you of catch here?
1: him on got to see the stage <laughs> <laughs> swimming a jig through the timber wow swimming wow. a jig what do you I, think I'm going
2: to I'm going to make a bold prediction that I'm done All asking right. questions but I will not be alive when this happens but I truly believe this is going to happen I think in 20 years from now we're going to have one organization to fish for uh, guys and girls that want to be professionals in this game. I think we're going to have one organization. I also think that there are going to be franchise owners. There is truly going to be a league of which eight to 10 anglers are actually paid as a franchise player to compete against each other in some type of professional league format. In other words, you might have Birmingham going up against Atlanta or you know, Philadelphia nope. going up against <laughs> Oklahoma City. Uh what's left in the tournament organization, guys? Cuz think about it. The same thing has been done for many, 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 many years, over 50 years. Yeah, what MLF did with the whole catch and release and all that. All right, great. You know, it is what it is. But there has to be some type of evolution take place in this game to, number one, have guys and girls make more money doing the professional game. Because right now I think there's there's the 10 percenters. That's what I call them. I mean, there's, we're, there's we're 10 percent of the house, guys yeah. out there that truly <laughs> are making a very, very good living doing this game. I think the next evolution of this game is to take it to a professional league format of which you have a commitment of eight companies or eight very wealthy individuals that take this game to the next level and create a true professional franchised organization to where eight to ten players actually compete each other through a schedule throughout the year. Thoughts.
0: All right, so, so to quote Pete Glusick here's where you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> are you taking are you the cuffs off? <laughs> the, cu- the cuffs are <laughs> off.
1: Right? Cuffs are off. Uh, I, I don't see that. It's going to be. It's going <laughs> to be
0: eight to ten people on YouTube making videos. No one ever actually catches a fish. They just talk about it. <laughs> they have war. Yeah, that's that's what's going to happen. It's going to be on YouTube. No one actually fishes.
4: All right, uh, here's my opinion on it. In, by 2030, if people don't wake up, the World Economic <laughs> Forum, led by Klaus Schwab, there will be no professional bass. <laughs> there will be nobody <laughs> emitting carbon emissions the way you bass anglers do with your freaking boats and your trucks. They will eliminate that if you don't wake up.
2: Bam. Oh, I think, Bam. They, I think <laughs> Dave's right.
5: <Bam. laughs> Dave, I changed my answer. Dave took the cuffs off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Becky, you got
2: anything on this one? No. No, nothing.
3: No, no. I, I, I don't. Disc- I actually like what everybody's saying. It's. I think it's all very interesting. I feel like something <laughs> has to change. But I'm also looking at a stuff s- up. <laughs> But I've also. I'm also looking at a sport that just hasn't <laughs> changed.
4: I'm a drunk Polak, but barely graduated high school.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh. <laughs> Wow. Well, Sorry, I, I, I will say the, <laughs> the,
1: the live was amazing. That was an amazing change that captured a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. Uh, just being being able to watch them argue and, and catch and see what they're really using and how yeah, they're but using it. The
3: sport's it. still the same, the it, template's still the same. Well, so Agreed. is
1: football, right? Yeah, but so is baseball.
7: <laughs> I, I like to go with Brian, believe it or not. Uh, there was a poll that came out. <laughs> poll that came out I don't never agree with Brian. mtb MTV put a poll up on their story about who fishes tournaments and it was like eighty percent of the people on there said no and then something came up about YouTube and it was like eighty percent of the people say yes. So in MLB and NFL, you can't get famous in those leagues by being on a different platform other than on the field or making waves in social media. But their most of their money and most is made on the field in fishing you can make the money on youtube just going out for 10 hours a day coming home sitting on your computer editing a video rather uh, than going out fishing the tournaments. that's
4: thing. a generational thing jake yeah yeah and,
0: sure. and mtv's category kind of fits that a little bit better yep. but yes. your point does stand yeah for sure yep i agree that's what i said that. <gasps>
3: jake you oh. made a point that they let you
4: have Finally.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: I'm marking that one. Yes,
3: yeah, you
0: should. I didn't
4: know we banged Jake down. Did we? No, I'm messing. Oh, yeah. oh okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. I'll, I'll Brian, gladly buddy. help. <laughs> <laughs>
7: yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian calls me. He's like, no, just yeah. shut up. We got it. Thank you.
2: All right, uh, hey, Pete. Oh, yeah. Pete, Pete, one more quick question. Did you ever do a show in a singlet?
5: <laughs> did that ever happen?
1: Hey, I, Mike donned the singlet uh, when we wrestled the Miller brothers. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That was so I weird. nearly got my trachea <laughs> broke trying to Dude. wrestle Dan Miller. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I
4: tried. To, I tried to get out of a little of his chokes, and I almost cracked my yeah. neck.
0: Yeah, I had him put me in it too. Yeah.
5: All right.
2: Was, well, let, let me say this real quick. Thanks for having me on. It, it was really, really cool to kind of break out of my retirement mode and, yeah. and kind of dip my toes in the pool again. And talk to uh a lot of people that i care de- deeply about and thank you uh hopefully i live all two inches, <laughs> 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 all two inches. but yeah. I, I i am gonna make cameo appearances every now and then on btl and yes actually, thank you this week uh i'm gonna come on because there's something that Needs to be addressed uh, because of something that I'm kind of involved with Damn. on the side. And are you are you going to sabotage
0: I, I, it with bowling and basketball like you did to us?
2: No, <laughs> no, ah. no. I'm just going to be directed to the point because that show is about fishing. Now it's not about basketball and bowling and hockey <laughs> and everything else. It's bass talk live where we talk bass fishing and nothing and else that's all we talk about.
3: <laughs> <laughs> mark i would there's rather hear no bitterness mark i would yeah.
0: rather hear about
4: you boring holes than <laughs> goddamn <laughs> fucking
1: drop shots and six pound line dude. I swear uh, to God, uh, man. there's
2: a lot of dinking and dunking going on on yeah. the yeah. show now so yeah. hey
1: well yeah. next time we have you on It'll all be singlets and handcuffs. Mark. Nice. Yeah. So we'll plan for that, Jeez. my friend. Bowling balls and singlets. Hey, hey, Mickey, thanks, thanks for letting me come on. I'm
2: glad things are kind of rolling. I do have a solution. I watched the show earlier with, with Brian, uh, you know, him being G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip and all that, yeah. with the delay in his voice. I think I have a solution for what's going on there. So we'll, We still we'll have it, Mark? That. Do what?
0: We still have it.
2: I don't know. I'm not watching it. So oh. all I see is I th- the Zoom feed.
0: I thought you That's already it. saluted it. Saluted <laughs> it. You put a what? Band-Aid on it. I thought you already solutioned the problems. Uh,
2: no, the other problems.
7: That yeah. was other. How about Tuesday I morning? BU. I got hey, other problems. Yeah. Mar- Mark you better get oh, yeah.
2: you better get on
4: some Grapefruit 45 so this show can last, bro. Because I didn't even know this was still happening with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we figured this shit out. I don't get here early enough to know.
0: <laughs> hey, Mark, by the way, by the way, there's a there's a Bass U live Tuesday morning at eleven Eastern. And we need you to to reboot the Bass U uh Wirecast. <laughs> 11. So that. now
3: you don't get to have Memorial Weekend. Well, you, yeah. Wow. Enjoy Monday,
0: but don't drink too much because we need you up early and Tuesday And no basketball morning.
2: camps on Tuesday. <laughs> All right. So Tuesday morning, you need some help. Yes, sir. Are you going to be there, Brian?
0: Me? No. I'm going to be out earning a living. <laughs>
3: uh, Becky? <laughs> I'm always here.
0: But, but, okay. but Pete and Tuesday, and Rick-
2: Tuesday I'll make, uh, make the adjustments and make it happen and get you guys Thank you, taken buddy. care of. You're the best. Appreciate right. you. Hey, you guys rock, man! Thanks for having me on. Hopefully, you'll have me on again. Hell yeah! Uh, and and you know, June, big month for me. I got three PBA fifty stops. Good luck. Uh, more info to come on that if people want to follow my journey on uh, on the PBA website. So uh, we'll see what happens. Hey, I have no pressure. I got nothing. Those guys are all legends out there, but uh, we'll 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 see what I can is, do. Is is it
4: live on YouTube or
2: anything? It is on bowltv.com.
4: Bolt. Bolt. Bowl.
2: Bowl. Okay, bowl. Bowl TV. You got to pay for that bowl. shit? Cappy. I think you get you get a comp. You get like 30 days right. free or something. I'd like so, to see right.
1: it. We'll bowl. sign up in June. There you have it. All right, good luck. Right,
2: man. Take care, Pete, yeah, everybody. Thanks. thanks. Thank you.
1: Great you Mark rock. Jeffries. Awesome, buddy. Uh, Thank you.
2: That
4: was fun. That was how haven't you guys learned at least one thing the guy's got to teach you? Like, how's he got to be showing up every day? <laughs> to turn his show on? That's like, all. Day. How have you not pushed one button after the guy's name?
0: What? <laughs> dude, what?
4: Like, how have you not pushed one button after what the dude showed you? You know what I mean? Like.
5: <laughs> I, I <don't> <laughs> Listen, dude. These it's th- complex. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll shut up. No, I'll no shut
0: up. don't. It's not you. It's me. And computers. They can all. <laughs>
1: <coughs> well, that was awesome. Dude, that was great. Mark was all it's was it, fun. See him relaxed, uh, you know, not, not No pants. <laughs> no pants. <laughs> talking bold. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. He that went was William, a lot of Yeah, William. my eyes are
0: bad, so I couldn't tell the difference between his leg and the khaki shorts.
4: He went William Wallace on us.
0: Yeah. Well, I saw his leg.
4: <laughs> Where well, was he in the BT uh, the yeah, studio? The, the yeah. MT,
0: MTP studios. Okay. We have to. Do, are we doing an unboxing
3: tonight? Yes, yeah. we're doing an
0: unboxing, and I've got a couple quick stories while, while you guys are
4: sitting. Well, that
3: yeah, up. start telling stories because I have left my children long enough.
0: Yeah. So I work today. And they're
4: still alive, Becky.
0: Trying to wrap up a kitchen job, and I, I was going to tell this when Mark was on, but I, I get there and the uh, the ladies, you know, she's got some cats. And the one cat had gotten attacked while we were there on the job. It, it you know, got out, and I think maybe the like construction. Co- They're old, man. These are this was like an 18, 18 year old cat, seventeen, eighteen. And the construction may have like kind of freaked the cat out, so she stayed out or whatever. But the, she got attacked, and um, and I get there, and you know, and it's, it's, it's awesome lady. And I just got to wrap up a few things and kind of finalize everything, and. She's like, yeah, I got to take her to the vet. She's really doing bad. I, I think I'm going to have to put her down today. And the cat's just laying there on the step kind of sleeping. <laughs> a couple hours later, you know, and I, was, I guess I was outside for a minute. I come in and Doris was a little upset. And she's like, uh, yes, yeah, she, she passed. Oh, uh, what? Yes. But I thought it was. It. I, th- I thought that was the way it should have happened, right? not take her to the vet like it should have happened there so
5: yeah. yeah
0: that
3: was an incredibly depressing story i know
0: yeah. <laughs> see your talking <so laughs> sure about well, that. I'm you're I'm sure the <laughs> i don't want to, i don't want to be the only one suffering here God, that thing yeah. was dead on the steps the whole time
4: oh god i <laughs>
3: Gonna tell us like, oh, all of a sudden it turned around.
0: Yeah. And all of a sudden it shot Drop
4: up in, in the air like. and flipped some cat.
1: So, so well, I, I start, stayed on the steps. I I grabbed my power tools and put some CPR on the cat. And <laughs> What's the second story? I,
0: well, I get oh, so Logan played his final um, uh, high school. So uh,
3: this is depressing too. <laughs>
0: yeah, actually, it was yeah. um, his final high school uh, musical performance the other night. And uh, he got to to play a song that he composed and wrote himself. Dang. cool. Yeah, it was really cool. That is really uh, awesome. So he wrote the – Congratulations. Composed the the, uh, bassoon part and the piano part that his buddy played. Wow. Uh, It's pretty awesome. We have it chucked up. I think we're going to roll out to it. Does the buddy have, like,
4: a piano in his house that he can –
0: Well, Logan, you know, showed him the parts. These kids can play stuff, man. No, I remember being in your house
4: one time when – all of them there, like just playing instruments. Yeah, kid. they it's learned wild, on right? like on their laptops, man. It definitely next level of smarts.
3: I can't even play chops. So, so while is we're on a
7: while we're on a bad story, real quick. Girlfriend and I come home from the store yesterday, and we hear this noise coming out. We got a lot of woods around. Hear this noise coming out of the tree. We're like, "What the hell is that?" You turn around. There's a hawk flying away with a blue jay in its grasp. A hawk took down a blue jay. Yo, took it down, and then it's flying through the flying through the bushes, and. The blue jay drops, and you see two other ones chasing it. Like it was, it was crazy. It's part of nature. You're out there yeah. watching. it. ah, that's cool. Well, she wants to go help the blue jay, so we run and get gloves and cardboard box, put it in there, and watch it for like 15, 20 minutes. She's like, keeps checking it, keeps checking it, and uh, she goes out with the dogs. I'm gonna take dog. I go check on a bird. I check on a bird. I'm like, oh, it's it's gone. Didn't make it, but we got some cool feathers out of it. But yeah, it's just <laughs> another another best story stuff. Their, fe- their feathers are. I, I didn't yet. take any fur. Shit,
1: yeah. Gosh. <laughs> you have, did, did something bad happen to you?
3: <laughs> no, no. I, I have a fox that's been running around the field in broad daylight all week, so it's a little unnerving. So I haven't let Quincy outside the fence this I week. Mean, I mean, I Quincy
1: mean would tear I mean the something. fox apart, right? <laughs>
3: I don't know. I don't want to find out. Because why is it out in broad daylight? Like Foxes I don't, know don't even like, attack cats. I don't know if it's rabid. No, they, you're wrong. They're usually they, attack, out, they attack people. But they're usually not out in I know broad a dude
4: daylight. Got banged.
0: It's got to be rabid. I know a dude rabid.
4: who rabid. got banged by a fox. Yes, it's rabid then. He got he got lit up, living out in Tabernacle, got tore up by a fox. Really? Kid, yeah, what was he, had, he doing dad, with it? A dad on my kid's wrestling team was going in his back door at night and got attacked, got mauled. Had to be rabid, right? I don't had know. Had to be. Had to be. Well, nobody, nobody asked the Fox if he was rabid. Yeah,
3: you usually don't <laughs> see him out in broad daylight. <laughs> so that's uh-huh. questionable. That's why I'm a little hesitant.
4: No, I don't know. Right, I have an amazing frog in my hand from MTB. All
0: right. Logan's going to play a song called Your Mother, <laughs> steady name. And, uh, and let's do our unboxing. Your Mother, Logan Stockle. <laughs> Go ahead, Dave.
4: Yeah, so what I am... <laughs> Stay with it, man. Yeah. uh, uh, It's a Tatiki (laughs) frog. If you did not subscribe to MTB, you would not otherwise find this frog. Now, Pete, what I find most intriguing, check out, and Power Bay Paul, check out the head to this frog. It's fortified. It's fortified. Almost like a scum frog. Check out. It has, like, a helmet on it. So, you know, the front of the frog always wears out after about five or six fish. Mm. It it rides up the hook. Feel the front of that. Ah, It's like a helmet on that thing, dude. Yeah. Rather rad, and the hooks, of course, are laser sharp. Gamagatsu, I'm suspecting, yeah. but good-looking frog. You would not find this frog otherwise anywhere else, and it is by
5: <laughs>
4: T-A- <laughs> T-A-K-I frog. It is uh, 10,000 Fish is the uh, is the company.
3: That's that's Ketchco. That's their brand.
4: Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. They do some crazy stuff, dude. It's got a helmet. I never would have thought of that.
0: <laughs> that company's getting out there.
3: I, I took one for the team because I counted how many baits there were and how many of you guys there were.
6: <laughs> and uh,
3: I took the hooks. Daiichi hooks. Hey, you yeah, can't catch
6: fish without them.
7: No. The,
6: the mo- arguably the most important Exactly. One. Are we giving this box away to
7: anybody? Nope, you can take it
6: home.
3: Whoever can hear us gets it. <laughs> 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 Hold on.
4: Who was going to call <laughs> Pete? Pete Kluzek. Yes. Who was getting the uh, seven-pound bag? What was well, that that like and uh, who
1: is going to win Becky ta ta ta. question? Uh, nobody. Nobody?
7: Hmm. The, oh, all right. Nah, wide open. <laughs> Rotten <laughs> bastards.
1: <laughs> Power Ray Paul, you're next.
6: All right. I got the uh, Joko Shaker super floating uh, swim baits. Looks like a uh, Japanese company. Saw it on the back somewhere. But, yeah, uh, Lucky John. There you go. It's a floating, floating uh, paddle tail swim baits. Yeah. Very nice. That's Let me cool. check them out.
1: Yeah, it's good looking boot tail. Yeah. It, interesting color for a swim bait. I yeah. like that. Yeah. I would not pick that one. I would to throw, I would, I would, I which would, I like. How about I'll, you probably go something unique? Would you use that? Yeah.
6: I would use that. Honestly, I'd use that in my striper spot stripers and paddle tails. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if
0: that worked. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out later. <laughs>
4: I was I trying I to listen to your son and talk at the same time very hard for you. Me. Your, volume, your volume yeah. went up.
1: You were <laughs> trying to talk like you were out at a club, trying to <laughs> over <over-talk> the music, <laughs> the band. I was trying to listen to his son. And know him. <laughs> That's pretty awesome, though. That's pretty awesome yeah.
3: that he composed it himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's impressive.
1: Yeah. So right. Pete, cool. what did you grab? Oh, you want me next? I got yeah, I huh. got a, a top water, a mischief minnow, Look at that which is which is kind of crazy because it's got a it's got a blade, and um, th- this is interesting because it's going to give you flash. I know some frogs um, that have blades yep. built into them for the same purpose, right? You're getting uh, you're getting that flash up on the surface. That's very very unique, uh, very interesting. So. Totally unique bait. Look forward to seeing that is one. That, on the water. Is that a, a spy bait
6: or a prop bait? It's a top. Water. Oh, I see. The blade is right there. Yeah. Okay, I was thinking the blade's like right there and yeah. there. The blades okay.
1: hanging down the the center of the oh. bait. It's a little tangle. It's a little <laughs> little dang. I want you know I I'm interested. It looks we're, like a walking style bait. Um, uh, gonna be cool with that flash. So Pete, if you were to
4: go to some place, where like what lake do you envision that working on?
1: You know, honestly, anywhere that there's. You know, bait fish around. I would use this on the Chesapeake. Yeah. You know, I would certainly would use it on the stock pond I fished. <laughs> you know, <laughs> You're getting right. honestly, that that here. I'm glad you said because here's one of the things. When you. I take baits that I don't know work, the thing, the first thing I do is find a school of fish. Yeah. When you find a school of fish, that's the time to try new baits. Yeah. Like if you try new baits on a lake you've never been to before, you can lose confidence in them real quick. And you don't know if they're effective. You don't know what the yeah, deal is. Immediately. But once you get on a, a, a area that's got fish in it, that's the time to pick up one of these baits and give it a whirl. You can see whether or not they commit to it, whether they don't. It's aggressive. You learn so much about it. So that's a big deal. Preach, brother. What do you guys got back there? beautiful, Pete.
7: I got a, a Phoenix Baits 3-8 Arky Head jig. And it uh, looks like PBJ. Swim jig. Arky, arky, head, like a, arky uh, head. Like a flipping jig. Yep.
4: Okay. Yo, is that the the double barb archie? Did they still do that? With no, this, double
7: barb? Is, this is just single. Remember that Brian? They, the they, double they got barb arkeys. They got that. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah, double up.
7: What do you got? What you got? got? I got some crawls, some crows, Fish-hoo-y. fish hooey.
0: fish hooey. fish hui's, fish hui's. I got this fish hua crawl. Uh, it's got a little jazz hands on it.
7: There you go, Jake. Unique shape. We would talk about. Purple. It's gonna go good on the uh, PB and J jig I got in my hand there. You yeah, go. purple. It's it's pretty purple to me. Got to keep it them does, guessing. Uh, it has a light purplish Nice.
1: Keep nice. giving <laughs> fish a different look. Mystery tackle box. You buy two you get to first two months. You get the third one free. Boom. Boom. Wow. That's the deal. Get subscribed to Mystery Tackle Box. You can have a blast with your your family, your son, you know, your fishing buddies. It's uh, pretty it's, cool. It's man. it's like Christmas every month. The Box is rather rad,
7: man. Yeah. Use code IkeLive. Cool.
1: Use code IkeLive. Yeah. Get
7: it all done. JakeLive.
1: BTC, what else? You did, isn't there some, another well, sad th- story on your agenda <laughs> that we have to talk about? I feel like there is. Hold on. Let me check my notes. I oh, like, he just tells like, one dead cat. I feel
3: like we <laughs> need to tell everybody, though. Get right now is the time. If you have a father and you don't know what gift to get him, you've got Mystery Tackle Box. Yeah. You've got BU. Um... The Mike Iaconelli shop has got sales right now on apparel, stuff like that. Who else do we work with? Tackle Warehouse. Tackle don't they warehouse. have like yep. a huge 15% off or something yeah. wide right yep. now?
1: Join. And join terms go terms to the Ike Foundation tournament with your dad. There, That's you, right. go. there you go. Join. And
0: a new sponsor came aboard 23 in May. Find out who your dad is. <laughs> <laughs> Spit <laughs> in the cup. Take the test. Oh, my God. <laughs> you might be surprised.
4: Do you know what all that was started for? Uh, 23 and me. Oh, here we go. Collecting Back, DNA. S- 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 Sasquatch? No. Collecting DNA? Yes. To, all right. So uh, do your own research.
5: <laughs>
4: spawn I am not an expert. <laughs> it is too. It is too. <laughs> I am not
1: a scientist.
4: Harness the spawn of Cain. Find the, ge- the genetic code of Cain. Because if you can compress <laughs> it... You can bring demons into the into the realm much easier. This is a theory that's out there. It's also <laughs> defined the Jesus strain. And we got a Jesus strain. There's a Jesus strain and a Cain strain.
7: No, what's a Cain strain?
4: This was proposed by. This was proposed actually uh, to the federal government to fund. They wouldn't fund it, so it went private.
0: Dude, they funded staring at goats. So <laughs>
4: wait, how could there be a Jesus
3: strain if Jesus didn't have children?
4: Well, I, I'm just telling you what <laughs> the I what uh, guy's There's name is, is, is. The guy's name is uh, is uh, oh, man,
1: God. There's a theory that Mary Magdalene, his name. No. Magdalene and Jesus were.
4: It was more so, it, it, but it was more so. So listen, I, uh-huh. I, I, listen, it was more so focused on the spawn of Cain, right? To if you can get a pure spawn of Cain, then demons can easily transfer through their realm into that particular person and it was it was more or less more more so to harness and every actually have everyone's genetic code right think about viruses that they're creating it it can they can specifically target people with blue eyes or people with people with you know certain skin colors they can they can absolutely target viruses and, and 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 pathogens to affect those people specifically, because they now have a collection of everyone's DNA they never had before.
7: And you thought bowling balls were bad?
4: Yep.
1: God, something to think about people. Amazing. I used it to Pulling, find my mom my and dad. <laughs> Legit. You there did. There you go. Mm-hmm. I did. I did that. You know. Right. So. So
4: why would anything else be crazy to think that it's possible? Why, if you found something good out of it, what does what does the military-industrial complex immediately do with anything? They weaponize it. So why would you not think they would weaponize it at the same time you found something good to be done with it? Do you think they would take all of our information and do nothing with it? After 9-11, they found a reason to violate all of our Fourth Amendment rights, whether we're going through an airport, whether it's through our phones, our emails, or anything. They have the right now to listen to us where they never had that before. Same thing with when we donate our DNA to a collection database.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I mean. Why would you not think they're doing something with it?
3: Thank you for coming out <laughs> this evening. Of course. But here's,
0: but one last thing before Becky's head explodes. <laughs> the Large Hadron Collider is an 18-mile circumference yep. built underneath the Earth. Who paid for that and why, right? More importantly, Brian, first
4: preface this question, what you're saying, Let's Are you ask, serious? You don't this know this area, about this, Rebecca? Is this Area 51 you're, rubbing you're snow. I don't know what you're
3: talking please about. Please
4: first watch the launching of the hydrogen collider, the CERN, C-E-R-N, yeah. Charlie Echo Romeo November. <laughs> please <laughs> please access first the ceremony that they launched it with. and First, tell me how demonic that is, oh, number yeah, one. Number two, I ask you to, <laughs> I will not say the name, but phonetically... Baltimore, Sierra, Hotel, India. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Shivas is the name of the demon. Okay, Uh, there's a demon named Shivas that controls their world to our world, and it is it is been shown in uh, hidden in Hindu uh, term. It's like that multiple legged blue woman that has things in her hands. That is actually the guardian of the demon world, demon world to this world. Look up Shivas, C-E-R-N, and make your own decisions from it. But it's very interesting. And I've been down that road. I'm still currently on that road. But it's, uh, we it's very talk. deep. It's been a
0: while. It's, it's been very been
4: deep. <laughs> and it's something cool to look at, guys. I mean, you can't always just fish. Are right, you not always going to be on the water at eleven o'clock at night? Go on the internet and look at some stuff, guys. Yeah, like don't watch yourselves. <laughs> Don't uh, watch regular news. It's all lies. All lies. Dave, the Dave, t- Dave t- wants
3: t- you to <laughs> stop looking at porn and start looking at the shivis. The shivis. <laughs> no, I'm, don't look at that.
4: Be careful with all that demon Duh. stuff because if you if you are not cloaked, and yeah. I, I was not cloaked, you got to be careful with that stuff. I'm telling you did, right now. Did Travis hit you up? Yes. Okay. What was that about?
3: Y'all, I have to put kids to bed. He asked me bed. for your number. I <laughs> have to put children to bed. We can have this conversation. All right. We've got to let the people go. Uh, uh, just
1: have to yep. Yep. All right. Oh. Do we, do, that was an amazing left turn. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, <laughs> it was so <laughs> uh, But uh, Hey, guys, thanks for... We'll be cloaking ourselves yes. while y'all go to bed. Yes, we're going to be getting educated on cloaking. None of you will. You actually have none of you are cloaked. Dude, but, but,
0: wait to be so patient and wait. Yeah. Uh, all you the way to the end. end uh, strike! This stuff <laughs> is always God. boiling Come in me, people. man. <laughs> thanks, I
1: Mark s- Jeffries. <laughs> thanks for everybody watching. We are going to see. We'll be back soon uh, with another Ike Live. Thank you, Power Bay Paul, for hanging out with us. <laughs> yeah, appreciate thank you. you. Okay. Uh, thanks for surviving. Thank you, thank you. We look forward to seeing you next time, Cloaked. Looking forward <laughs> to it. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> I'll be Cloaked. Hope all right. Thanks, thanks to Dave. Yes. Uh, hopefully, we, replacing me. All right. Good night, everybody. Thank <laughs> you.
6: Tonight's Light You Can Share winner is Michael Hunt. Congratulations, man. Mike Hunt.